What to Do Art community. Thank you for tuning in to the newest episode of Pure Radio. This is your boy Joseph Octaviani, and on today's episode, episode 61, I got my guy from New York. His name is Devon King. He's a rapper from Long Island, and the way we met was crazy. We met about seven years ago. He slid into my DMs to share some of his mixtapes, and that was when Twitter was real young, and you know, it was still young. People was definitely a lot less hostile, <laughs> you know what I mean? You can share a DM, you can share a, a mixtape or a product or whatever it was that you had. But, you know, we ended up forming a, a good relationship and kept in contact over the years. And now I got him on my show. So, you know, the way this was, a show that was very much so on the fly, um, you know, we was having a great conversation. It was a great time, too you know, give some pointers out to up and coming rappers. So this is going to be almost like a master class. He's going to drop some, a lot of game actually about his experiences. And, you know, we go over a couple, a couple of things. We talk about your hometown and making it in your hometown. We talk about what resources you need to have, what mindset you need to have, you know, if you're getting into this game or if you already are in this game um he talks about marketing we talk about adapting to the new wave of internet rap and the way people are promoted we talk about a lot of things so you don't want to miss out on this episode there's a lot of game man so let me make my money roll over this ad and we'll get started all right let's go we're gonna go ahead and get started with it right now you got my boy devon king Hailing from yes, New York, you tell them. You tell them where you hail from. Oh uh, man, I'm from Long Island, New York, man. I'm I'm a. It's a small place that you might have to Google to really know where I'm at, but yeah, man, I'm from. I'm on the island, man. I'm straight out the island. <laughs> Long Island, Long Island. Yeah, sir. Man, I don't. You know, wait, hey, what what other rapper came out of Long Island? Like any uh, legends? Yeah, yeah uh, Rakim. You know, you know Rakim. Oh from, shit! Um, okay. Yeah, Rakim is from Hempstead. Uh, he's from he's like about a half an hour from me or an hour from me. Uh, Biz Marquis is from Long Island. Okay, okay. Uh, Rakim, Biz Marquis. If you know Freaky Ty, like the Lost Boys, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, Freaky Ty. He was on Long. He was in Long Island. Okay. Um, to my knowledge, that that's all I can remember right now. But oh, Ash- Ashanti is from Long Island. The oh yeah. Ashanti, she, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she. Yeah, she's from Glencove. Uh, yeah, man. And you know what's crazy, though? I think it's more, but a lot of people, like, kind of, like, once they get on, they don't really, like, rep Long Island. They, like, <laughs> more, most, <laughs> most people would say, it's like... one of those places, and they're huh? from, Yeah, they're, but I'm from Brooklyn, or I'm from New York. They'll just yeah. say New York. They won't, like, say Long Island. But, yeah, we yeah, yeah. That's uh, some legends <laughs> from here. <laughs> All right, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, you know, how did that... How did that shape you, then? Because, like we were talking about before recording... Um, it's a place where no one really gets out. Everybody does the same things. And for someone who was in that position, how, yeah. when was that, where was that spark that was like, man, I need to get the fuck out of here. And this is what I want to do. It probably was, honestly, it was like, when I was younger, I was like, like a big fan of like, uh, little Bow Wow. And I don't know if you remember that time, but like all the little kids kind of came out. Like it was like, Bow oh yeah. Wow, Romeo. Oh yeah. Of course, and, they was tearing it up. Yeah, man. When I saw that, I was like, 
What dances? I was like, dang, these kids, like, they're, they're like me. Like, they're, they're a kid. Like, I never knew that, like, I never knew that. Cause all I saw was adults. Like, I never knew that a kid could, you know. Do this type of shit. Get it. <laughs> yeah, like, they can, you know, do that. Do music and really make it big. So, just being around, like, my older cousins, like, they were into hip-hop and, like, stuff like that. And just hanging around them is like, I was like, you know what, man? Like, I'm going to get my shot at this because I'm so interested in it and I'm, like, intrigued by it. So, I want to be able to, like, you know, get my spin and add my story to it. So, see if I can, you know, turn up the island and get up out of here, you know, and put put my city on. So, there you yeah, go. like, being inspired by, like, that movement with Lil Bow Wow and stuff and just the people around me is what, like, gave me that spark and aspiration for sure. I love that. I love that. Nipsey, Nipsey just said yeah. in, in this new uh, Big Sean track, he said, first you master grind and then your team catch it. Somebody has to yeah. lay the foundation. <laughs> Somebody has to take the blows. Somebody has to break the mold. And I feel like those people who understood that, they're the ones who started wanting more for themselves. We really have yes. to understand yeah. that. If no one is popping around you, if no one is doing something around you, guess what? You're going to have to do something and motivate them to do something themselves. You see what I'm saying? So I'm glad you do that for from where you're from, especially since you say people tend to shy away from Long Island. <laughs> I see that with L.A., though. I see that with L.A. all the time. People from around L.A., they'll quickly try to claim L.A., even though it's probably like an hour from where they're from, <laughs> you know, but it's the it's the next popping city, so they try to they try to rep that one. I see that all the time, bro. So with that being said, when did you figure out that the internet was the route that you needed to go and conquer, and what were those early steps? Oh man, like we were talking about earlier, like you know how like you said you you were in high school and like. I was that annoying rapper that in the you know in your mentions or your DMs. Or yeah. Um, what happened was like when I was like you know decided to really like get into like taking music more serious and like trying to make it a, a career. You know you hear all those like people tell you like to make it in New York, you make it anywhere, or you gotta blow up in your you know your town first, and then you can you know get an outside fan base or whatever like that. Yeah, yeah. And um, I I used to always hear people tell me that when I tell him I rap, and uh, I, I tried that path, like, when I was younger, just, like, trying to get that support from the hometown, trying to, like, you know, tell people, like, yo, man, can you please, like, you know, buy a mixtape or support, 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 but you 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 get that, you get that, that, that wake up, like, man, just because you're from the same place as somebody doesn't mean they're going to support you or have the support. I, I started seeing that, like, dang, man, I can't even get people to come out to a show or buy a ticket or buy a mixtape, so when I was like a junior in high school, I made a Twitter and um, I was like, I heard people talking about it. Twitter was like so new and it was so fresh, but I, you know, nobody really knew what it was even about, but I was like, you know, I'm going to give it a shot. And um, I went on Twitter and I had dropped my first mixtape, uh, my second mixtape actually. And I was like, I have a real New York sound. And at the time that's when Joey Badass and Pro Era and, you know, Capital Steve. Oh, yeah, and I remember but, that. I remember that. The, yeah, the Beast, Beast Coast were, movement and shit. Yeah that, whole, yeah, that whole Beast Coast era. That was my you know? shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the times, man. It like, was, that, bro. 
1999 first came out and all that stuff, man. Yeah, that's internet internet rap before internet rap. Yes, man, yes. And I was like, I was like, you know what? Like, Joey is a young kid from New York. He has, like, a, a boom bap. He's into the, the same, same stuff I'm into. So I just started, like, typing his name in on Twitter. Just t- I would just search Joey Badass, and I would just start, like, I would just start spamming. I would just start spamming his fans. <laughs> like, whoever was tweeting Joey Badass, I was under the, like, under the tweet, like, yo, That's man, genius, check me bro. out. I'm similar. You know, I got the same type of vibe. Check it out. And, like, That's I just realized genius, bro. I just realized the internet, the internet showed me that the world is bigger than, you know, where, you know, your town. Like, you can mm. have fans in a whole other country right from your home in New York. So, I was like, this this is important. You know what I mean? I, I need to just gain this fan base outside of my hometown, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's so, genius, bro. You was on that shit. You was on that shit when you was a junior in high school. Man. Yeah. People <laughs> yeah. learn. People yeah. go to school to learn that, bro. Like, for real. Definitely, man. Like. I was just, I was just, that's what kind of set me apart. Like, everybody was rapping in my school, but nobody had people li- tweeting them like, yo, I'm bumping your mixtape from London, or I'm bumping your mixtape yeah. from, from Florida or Connecticut. And everybody was like, yo, how are you doing? It's like, how do you have, like, these people that's supporting you, and they're not even, like, they're from a whole nother state. They haven't even seen you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I was. And then I noticed the shift. Like, I saw everybody trying to follow suit. Like, everybody, you know, kind of saw what I was doing. And I was like, you know, like, I, I, I'm the one that in my town caused everybody to make a Twitter and, you know. And really? To, yeah, follow that approach. But I just wasn't getting that support in my town. So I had to, like, I'm, I'm going to figure it out. Like, that's one thing I'm going to do in life is figure it out. <laughs> and, you, and you started that. You started that real early. And I'm glad you did because now... That's the only I feel like now That's the only way People go Sometimes Yeah A lot of the times Most of the time You know what I mean Like that whole Hometown Type You know Ideal That's That's whatever That's whatever mm-hmm. now. As long as you have People online Bumping your shit There's You feel satisfied <laughs> Yo 100% And it's like Some people that I meet in And they knew me For a couple years They're like They don't even know I do music Cause I don't care To promote it I- yeah, I just, I just, but then when they like follow me on Instagram, like, yo, bro, you didn't even tell me you were like doing all this. Like, I didn't even know you had an EP out. Or, you know, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. So it's just, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, everything's the internet now, man. It's like, you don't even have to be out here passing out CDs in your town and doing that stuff. It's like, it's all about getting on them playlists and stuff. And, you know, you know, building that fan base online for sure. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a huge key is the online presence. That's a very yeah, big key yeah. um, that I want everybody to understand. Your online presence right now is is everything. Yeah. Your online presence is your is your brand. Really. Yeah, if yeah. you if you haven't established your if you haven't established your physical presence before the internet, then you that's not that's just not the way to do it now. Now you have to establish your online presence. And that does make it a lot easier. So you know, pros and cons, pros and cons. Um, cons, I would say, would be in something kind of like, and I, and I feel like I've I've seen that in most of the places that I've gone where these smaller towns, they have a little divide or they, they don't, they don't support their own. Yeah. And yeah, I've been in towns like that. And I guess that's a con to 
the online thing because then you don't build you don't build that like camaraderie in your hometown. You know yeah, what I'm saying, which sure. is so important. So, um, because you're not in a big town like uh, L.A. or or Brooklyn or whatever, you know, something yeah, that people are like kind of quote unquote like proud of. You yeah, know what I'm that's, saying? that's the thing, man. Like, and I I wanted that so bad. Like, I wanted to just have that. You know, like you said, camaraderie. Like, you know, I'm not a I'm, I'm <laughs> You good? You good? I can't say that word. <laughs> I struggle myself. You good? <laughs> yeah, but, but yo, like just, just, just having those people that like support you, and I always wanted that. Like just having like a crowd at a show and stuff. But man, it doesn't always work out like that, especially for in a small town. You're right. Like if I was in a bigger city, maybe, but small town is kind of hard. Yeah, I have, I have homies going through that right now up in Washington, and. Wow. It, there's and one thing about one thing about Seattle is that there is a a, a music scene. Like I don't know yeah. if where you from is like a music scene at all, but there is like a little music scene. But they're so divided. They're so you know it's like a little high school thing where if you're popping, you're popping. You're in this little circle. If you're not, then you're just looking, trying to look into the circle no. type thing. No. Like that stupid shit. <laughs> Yo, it's the same thing. It's the same thing here, man. It's like, <laughs> it's the same thing. Like, everybody is clicked up, and it's like, whoever seems cool or presents yourself in a certain way, and like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I guess people just, they're gonna, like you said, they're going to, they support who's popular. Yeah, and, yeah. And that's the bad part, because they support who's popular and not who's talented. You know what I mean? So it's that's like, definitely. it's like, just because a person is popular, you're supporting them, but their music is, trash you know like yeah, you know yeah. I mean? but it's i used to get bitter about it like i used to like i used to be kind of bitter about it but i mean now it's like i don't really care man i'm, I'm just in my i know i'm in, i know my lane that's important that's it that's yeah. the key right there know your lane and go yeah. deep into your lane i was talking to um dude on twitter um fresco he's a producer and oh, and I was telling him I was like yo I was really programming into my brain that we have to go deep into one lane instead of wide and spread ourselves you know what I'm saying because when we spread ourselves too thin we lose that power we lose that we need that depth you know what I'm saying we need to set our roots and build that foundation yeah yeah when did you when did you find your lane then I know that wasn't right away. No, I think it was around around the same time. Junior year was like, I was caught in like the era when everybody was a gangster and talking about how many people they killed in their music and stuff. Yeah. And I was trying to follow that same thing, like, you know, being a tough guy and, you know, inspired by like 50 Cent and the whole G-Unit wave and stuff. I bet, and, I bet. And I, I found that, but then around junior year... Junior year, I was like, you know, I, I want to just be honest, and I, like, I just started talking about my struggles and what I've been through in my life, and that's when I felt I carved my lane, like, because everybody else was doing party music and, you know, the gangster rap, and I was just like, I'm gonna talk about stuff that's gonna like make my mom proud when because she, she know the lyrics is real, like she know this is coming from a real place. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's when I just separated myself from the bunch, and I just, you know. I, I got comfortable and I was like, okay, this is my lane. I'm going to like speak to the soul, like, you know, really have some substance about myself. And those are the people, the people who search that substance, that's your, what you would call your perfect listener. Yeah. The people who yeah. seek that kind of deeper, 
you know, intro, you know, introspective type music, something that they can feel. That was one thing I was, when I was listening to your table, I was like, okay. I was listening to, I was like, damn, the stories that you was talking, I was like, man, I felt yeah. that. I felt that. I was like, damn, okay. Which I knew, yeah, I haven't, man, because you haven't dropped in what? Years, bro? Yeah, three years, man. I think you dropped this EP. Man, what was it not for sale? What, what was it? Not for sale too? Yeah, not for sale too is the uh, is the follow up because back in 2016, me and Noko dropped the EP uh, not for sale. So this is the second one. We like four years later, we're back with the second one. Yeah. Uh, I I need to go. Li- I need to go listen to that first one because yeah, that second one, man. Yeah, that's on SoundCloud, man. I was trying to. I was, we were trying to get it on the streaming platforms, but we had, like, a lot of skits from, like, good fellas and movies and stuff, and they, you know, they wasn't jacking they it. Shut they, that down. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> they shut that down. They shut that down, Real quick, real quick, man. If you did one in 20, damn, so y'all been, y'all been hitting each other up for, what, four years? Uh, yeah, uh, we met, yeah, we met around 2015. Uh, 2015, yeah, so we've been, like, talk, we've been talking through Twitter and just, uh, DMing and you know just bouncing ideas, you know building a friendship for like four or five years now. So yeah, man, that's crazy. <laughs> but no, I can just I can just hear that relationship, you know, and and how you guys work together. You guys work together really well, bro. You guys work yeah, together man. really well. This was like you know it's funny. The first not for sale was recorded. We were in the studio together. Knuckle came from Ireland. And came wow. Yeah. So. We knocked, we knocked that EP out. That was like seven songs. We knocked out in two sessions. We had He was here for like a week or I think two weeks, and we just got in the studio two sessions and did everything in one shot. So, like, doing this one was a little different because, you know, you're trying to, like, do it through the internet. You know, you're emailing each other, DMing, texting, and it's like you can't be in the studio feeding off each other's energy. So it was mm-hmm. a little different, but... um we just like know each other so well, so that's why it just comes across like that. Yeah, that teamwork, boy. Yeah, Let me yeah tell for you. sure, man. That teamwork. So, would that would you say that that's a key for someone trying to get into a game? Is instead of maybe just finding beats and doing them, would you say like link up with someone who's just as hungry, someone around you that you guys you know you can bond with and really uh, grow with? Uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Cause I was like, I was doing the same thing. Just, you know, and I'm sorry to all the producers that might hear this, but I sell people beats like, you know, just, just, <laughs> <laughs> just you, you, YouTube the MP3, taking the link and stealing it. And, um, <laughs> but, don't come after him, man. Yeah, man <laughs> Different but, time. I, yeah, bro. That was, that was. I was I, I was a kid, so I didn't have the money to like pay for production. <laughs> but um, yeah, for any like up and coming rapper, I think you should just you know even even if you're not in the same city or the same state, just you know do your research and see who's any producers that you follow or you can find on Twitter or whatever social handle you use. But it's there's so many hungry producers out there, man, and like build a bond, like you know talk to them, just have conversations about life and you know just build a genuine friendship and there you then go. yeah like it, it can't be like out of opportunity you know what i mean it just got to be it has to be a genuine connection because it's not going to sound right you know and once you guys know each other and you share the common interests and goals and yeah man that's the best way to go about it because it's going to the list
listener is going to hear it. You know, they, like the listener is going to be able to tell, like, nah, this is like a genuine thing. These guys create some dope shit together. You know, so that's the route to go. You hear it. You you definitely hear it. He'll he'll say something before I even say it. Like if, I, if he send me a beat and then he like, I already know, man. I'm gonna make that change. Like you don't even gotta say it. Like it's crazy. <laughs> so. Man, all the up and coming artists out there, man. Like find somebody and lock in, man. Just lock in with them. That's that's I would say that's a big resource. Then is is that producer? What what are the couple? What are a couple resources that I need in my pocket? Who who do I have to know? Mm-hmm. In order yeah. to 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 grow to go up, you know, to go into this business, what would you say? Like a couple of main people, like attorneys, lawyers, you know, who who do you need to know if you were to tell uh, somebody? I would say definitely, uh, like we we just said, a producer for sure. Oh man, a, a, a studio, an engineer. Uh, oh, engineers, yeah, a good a good engineer that knows how to mix your voice, you know, your vocals. Engineer be separating the competition. Uh, the right, the right resources is like, I mean, you can do it on your own if you want to, but it's gonna be, it's gonna be challenging, man. Having the right people in your corner is definitely a help, a big help. It is, huh, man? Yeah, man. Teamwork, bro. That network. I feel like I've been talking about it for so long now. Network, network, network. Your network yeah. is your net worth, bro. Mm, real, I like that. You gotta, you gotta say that again, man. Your yeah, network man. is your net worth, and when That's we fully realize that, bro, we're gonna be a lot, a lot more picky on who we hang out with, who we choose to see, who we look up to, and all of the above. Yeah, that's a fact. You're 100 right. 100. Bro, so you yeah. said producer. You need to you need to link up with your producer. You need to link up with with a good engineer because that shit's important. When I hear something that's not that doesn't have engineering like that, I'm not gonna lie, it's hard for me to get into it, bro. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is. No, like, no, definitely. You know what's funny is like, not for sale two was supposed to been out, but we were in quarantine, and I was, I was going to try to just. We were supposed to, you know, do not for sale two, and I was going to record myself in my house because we were in quarantine, and I was like, nothing is open, but. When I listen back, I'm like, nah, I got to re-record these songs because the listener isn't going to be able to, like, really feel it the way I want to because the quality is so bad. You know what I mean? So, I love that. Yeah. So I'm I, glad you did, So, yeah, man. Find you a comfortable studio that you have a dope engineer. Get, get with a cool producer, make, you know, and uh, just have, have, have people, people that genuinely love you and want to see good for you and just have them help you out, man, whether it's just them reposting and retweeting and, you know, commenting and, you know, just have that support system. That's, that's important. That shit helps a lot, a lot more than people know that simple retweet, man, because damn, that shows the power of the network right there. I was saying on another episode that when we meet someone, it's not, we're not just exposed to them. That one person, that one person knows a hundred people. So we get exposed to those hundred and then those hundred people know hundred people and then, you know, it, it goes on. So really that one retweet, that one share could expose us to potentially hundreds of thousands of people. So yeah, yeah, yeah. bro, it should help. And like, that's, that's something that like, I think even like, you know, your friends or your family don't really realize, like, I don't need you to buy anything. I don't need money from you. If you can just like and retweet, man, or comment. Dead ass, it that's just, it. But you, 
just share it, man. It will work. It work. It's better than money for me. Like <laughs> that's that what has. we need. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you on that, bro. So, yeah, man. for someone who don't have money, how did you like when you first started off? I'm sure you didn't have money to blow on that. How did you keep up? Like, what did you did you set up a studio at your house? How did you get your first microphone? Like, how did that um, all go on? Oh, uh, I started out um, going to my friend um, Quentin's house. Uh, he lived up the block from me. So, like, I was damn near, like, I would come home from school and do my homework and then, like, walk straight up the block and, like, go to his house to record. So he had, like, he had a little cheap, uh, like, uh, Mike from Walmart, I think it was. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and we just, like, we recorded. I don't know if you know this program of Audacity. Audacity. Um, that sounds familiar, to be honest with you. Yeah, man. It was it's a free, like, it was a free recording program. And we would just do that. And then, like, he would try his hardest to just make it sound, you know, at least listenable, at least, you know, decent. <laughs> yeah, you, know? you didn't need too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we did that, and I did that for like two years, man. Like just putting, and this is back in MySpace days, bro. Like wow, yeah. So I was putting songs out, and that built me like a little fan base throughout the high school because like everybody was like, "Yo, man, I heard somebody playing you. You actually dope." And you know, like that, the quality was bad, but people understood. Like you know, I don't have the resources to do what I want to do, but you know, they yeah. understood that. Yeah, they saw you was hungry. Yeah. They felt the passion. Just started recording myself in the crib, and then I got, like, a little part-time job, and I started being able to pay for studio time eventually, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, how does that How does that bill look? What is that? Oh, is that an man. expensive process, or, like, how long are you even in the studio for? Do you record one time your whole album, or is it, like, song by song? Or? Uh, the, way I, the way I do it, the way I, the way I used to do it, uh, back then, studio was... It was thirty. He used to charge thirty an hour. So thirty an hour. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. You know it's crazy. Like, 30, 30 sounds crazy, but now it's like fifty an hour. Yeah. Why? Why you think it went up? COVID or you uh, just better I, quality? Yeah, definitely better. Like, cause now you know a lot of engineers now are, like renting out spots so they own a little bit more you know what I mean so yeah yeah damn so when you didn't have bread you just did it with a little free find yourself a free software uh, I know they still have a shit ton of those I think Fruity Loops Fruity Loops was the one that that uh, was popping where I was in Florida Fruity Loops was popping boy let me tell you it probably still is <laughs> shit Fruity Loops but uh, find yourself if you don't got money like that that's the key right there if you don't got money like that do what you can scrape yeah. up a little money man scrape up a little money go to Walmart go to Craigslist shit don't matter Craigslist Craigslist yeah that man, wasn't a even, thing that wasn't a thing back then I know some artists bro that that like right now they got dope ass projects that they recorded in their bedroom it sounds like studio quality so you know just you know there's so many YouTube tutorials you find a program and just Look up YouTube tutorials and man, you'll learn how to get that shit right. You just gotta do what you can. Uh, if you're hungry, you're gonna find a way. Creatives, creatives, like Joe Budden says, creatives are gonna create. Like, you know what mm, I mean? So they can't be restricted. Any, yeah, we can't be stopped, man. We're gonna we're gonna figure it out for sure. I love that shit. I love that shit. Yeah. I never I actually never thought of it like that. I love that. On that, what what key traits would you 
think that someone needs like as far as like mindset goes or yeah yeah just what key traits does someone need to have in order to even pursue this because i feel like i i'm not in the music industry of course but man that shit sounds draining as fuck you just gotta you just gotta like have tunnel vision man like mentally you just gotta know that you're doing something for a greater purpose you know what i mean know your purpose and just just know that it's going to be tough times, but you just got to, like, stay inspired and, like, the feeling that the music gives you. Keep the music first, I would say. Like, don't look for clout. Don't look for a viral moment. Just look that, like, I want to tell my story or I want to just make, even if you make turn-up music, even if you're not the, like me, you're not lyrical, but just make sure that you're doing what you, you're doing it from a good place and an honest place. And there everything will fall man. That's yeah. all. That's the key right there. Do it from an honest place. You're going to get honest results and honest success. What were what are some of the things that you wish you knew when you was first starting out? Would you say that was that was one of them? Yo, yeah, definitely, man. I would say like that was something I wish somebody would have told me like, "Yo, bro, you don't have to you don't have to, you know, try to chase a sound or, you know, chase what's popular. Just do you. Like just do what's comfortable for you cuz when I tell you, if you listen to my old stuff, I was bouncing all over the place. I was a shooter. <laughs> <laughs> I was a shooter. And then Kanye came out, and then I was, like, on some Kanye emotional, you know, telling my story. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Then Drake came out and blew up, and then I'm now I'm singing. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, man, yeah. I think everybody has their singing face now. Yeah, bro. Yeah, like so. Yeah, if, if I wish I wish the younger me would have knew that. Like, just 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 do you, man. Like, just rap. Just build your own lane and do what's comfortable for you. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So if you made it this far, thank you. I appreciate you. I know Devon appreciates you. I hope you took something away from this episode. I hope you took something away that was practical that you could use and apply and see results if you did if you have please let me know you can follow me on instagram the link is going to be in the show notes whatever app you're listening to and let me know man tap in with me tap in don't be afraid to hit that subscribe button hit that like button it all means a lot if you can leave a comment what I can do better, what you like, what you dislike, whatever it is, hit that share button. You know, that would mean a lot to me as well. If you think that somebody could benefit from this episode, go ahead and hit that share button. Don't be selfish. You know, put that, put that out there. And yeah, you know, I'll catch you guys next Saturday.